Hey there, welcome back to Thoughts of Faith. This is Faith Ann, and I am so excited to be here talking about one of the most popular topics, which is around singleness and dating, especially in the Christian community. I feel like there's a lot to be said um, in this space. And Brianna and I connected because of a podcast that I did with someone else. I think it was Shell Odom. And I think that's just the power of collaboration right there, how whenever you collaborate with people, it opens up more doors. And so I'm really looking forward to this conversation, which we'll be talking about all things singleness and dating and how to do that God's way. Um, Brianna Rossi is a singleness and dating coach, and she actually just wrote a book that I have ordered and I can't wait to read. So Brianna, thanks for being our guest today and just adding a lot of value um, around this topic. For people that need to know like one thing about you, what would that one thing be that you want people to know right off the bat? Well, I would say, I mean, the coolest thing right now is that I wrote a book. I mean, this yes. is just kind of what I tell everyone. That's, you know, my good like party topic. You walk in and you're like, hey, I wrote a book. <laughs> it's something to it's something to like be proud of, right? Like this is like the words that God has given you to speak in this area. And yes. I know that he is just going to speak so profoundly through you to the readers that read it, um, just from our little bit of engagement and knowing you, you just have such a sweet, um, persona and energy. And I know that's like Holy spirit, 100%. And he just gives you kind of this, um, aroma of love and humility. And I just wanted to like share more about your book and give you the space to do that because it's easy to like, Oh yeah, I wrote a book and then move on and not share the beauty in it. And so I just want to give you that stage to do so. What is it about? Give us a little bit of detail so that if readers are interested, they know where to yeah, for sure. So you said like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, it's so like singleness and dating, like a very like popular topic. And yeah. I think the reason it's so popular is because people are, there's so many people navigating that and just needing and desiring like information, help, guidance. Yep. And so I feel like the demand for that information is so high. I feel like the products, like the actual resources available um, are sometimes harder to come by, like actual like resources say, okay, how do you sit yep. there and navigate your singleness? And how do you navigate dating? How should you date as a Christian? Like there's so many questions. Um, and I just know all of those questions so personally from my own journey. So yeah. for me, I very much like being, you know, I was, I grew up like the, you know, good Christian girl, you know, homeschooled, going to church girl. And I just always had such a dream of what marriage would be like that. I would just grow up. I would get married that I would just know when it was the one God would just make it so clear and send it to me. I wouldn't even have to date anyone else. And, um, as I got to get, you know, closer towards my thirties and that wasn't happening, that started to really be like, kind of like a freak out moment for me where I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how to do this. Like, first of all, how do I navigate singleness? Like I didn't plan to be single, yeah. so I don't necessarily want to be single. So how do I live my life right now as a single person, um, both enjoying it and having that intention of looking for yeah. what it is that I believe is a desire God placed on my heart. Um, so through navigating that, there were so many ups and downs and pain points, but I feel like there were so many things that God, I truly feel like they were things that God gave me that 
brought me through, like got me to the point where I was like, you know what? Like, I don't hate being single anymore. Like I'm still single, but I'm thriving or, you know, like whatever it was that I felt like, you know what, this could help other people. Um, so now I'm at the point where I am in a relationship and that kind of wrapped up the tail end of my book. So I got to like share that journey of like going from being that, like, Oh, I'm this lost sad single girl to being like, wait, no, actually God has a purpose for me in my singleness, a mission for me in my singleness. And then watching how that just tied into me meeting the right man for me, just knowing like, you know, okay, I I just established myself so strongly in singleness that when he came along, it made it so much more clear. Um, So yeah, so that's really the journey. I share all about the journey, but yes, it's for the reader to get to know me and my story, but more so it's to get to be like, hey, like you are likely dealing with some of the things I'm dealing with, the struggles, the fears, whatever it is. Let me tell you what worked. Let me tell you what helped me. So that's what I want it to be more so even more than you know the testimony of what god did in my journey um and i want it to be that like you know a praise report of all the things god did i want it also to be like a a resource a toolkit where people can say hey you know what we need help in this area and this book is helping us so that's my heart in writing the book well i love your heart behind that and i know it's gonna help so many because whenever we share our own journey People can pick out pieces of it and be like, man, I should try that. You know, this really helped her. You're sharing this like amazing resource that has been um, successful in your own life that has helped you tremendously. And whenever we share the same struggles, oftentimes then the things that help you help others. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was curious to know, What was it like now being in a relationship and reflecting on how hard, you know, it was to be single in that time? Is it something that you feel like you've kind of mastered in a sense? Or what are your thoughts whenever you reflect back on that time? Does it bring up grief or are you healed from that? Yeah. So honestly, it brings up both because I, when I think back um, on that journey, which wasn't that long ago, I've been in a relationship a year, but I'm not so far removed from it that I don't remember what that feels like. Um, I definitely feel like, okay, so there's all, there were all those pain points, you know, those, just that longing for a partner, that desire for marriage, the fear that I wouldn't get there and know what to look for, all of those things. And those were very real experiences. Like, I think that that Um, sometimes it's important to acknowledge that it's like, you know what, even as a good Christian woman who trusted God with my future, I had so much trust that he held my future, but also I had a lot of emotions to process, even just kind of mourning like, oh, the timeline that I thought I would be on and where I had wanted to be. And then just be like, okay, well, this wasn't my plan. So now I got to kind of adapt to go, okay, what is God's plan? So all of those feelings really were a big season of life for me that I processed. So I can jump right back into that and empathize with the old version of me and go, wow, I really remember what that feels like, you know, and I feel like that kind of really comes through in my book, especially because I wrote it as I was in that journey. Um, So really just that, like those tangible, like, Hey, these are the emotions and they're real. I'm about to say that like ability to empathize with the version of you that was a year ago, right? You're not too far removed from it like you said, and you're able to still like 
kind of get to that place of remembering what it was like for you. And especially as you read these words that you that you wrote along your journey. I also think it's important to mention that these were like out of your journal or inspired by your journal. So it's yes. real time thoughts like it wasn't you now happily, you know, in a serious relationship, you're down the road, but it was like journal entries from whenever you were walking through that season. So whenever you think of, you know, staying on mission as a single person, being who God called you to be, not believing that you're going to be that person once you get into a relationship or marriage, how do you practically stay on mission because we know that when we stay on mission then it will be clear to notice when the person comes alongside of us that is meant for us to marry yes absolutely that's that's one thing I really want to highlight is that idea of like okay so I could say I look back on my singleness and now I'm in a relationship but entering into a relationship is not what made me okay that I was able to get to that point of peace and purpose and mission while I was still single, I was able to say my life is amazing and I'm thriving while I was still single. And I think that that's important to na- to like point out because yeah. a lot of times we think once we get to the relationship, that's when everything will just click and we'll be fine. Um, but it's possible to experience that in your singleness. That doesn't mean letting mm-hmm. go of the desire that you want something different or something more, but that means that you very much so can in your singleness, grab a hold of all the fulfillment and all that like satisfaction and um, yeah. fullness that life has to offer even before that answer to your prayer comes. Um, So I think a huge thing for me was being able to really just appreciate the the time that I was living in. Like I had so many dreams and desires for the future and that was good. But to be able to say, hey, you know what? But today is the day I get to live. Like I'm not promised the future. I know what I would like to come in the future, but today's the day I'm alive on this earth. So what am I going to make today be? You know, so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, this is, this is, you know, today is a gift. Today's the only gift that I have so far, you know? So, um, so really for me, that was a journey of mixing two, really two major components, mixing the idea of thriving in my life right now, not waiting to enjoy my life, be productive with my life. Um, when, you know, like once the man came, so it was the, fulfillment of, you know what, I'm going to live and thrive and have fun. And also how can I be productive with my life right now? What is it that God is calling me to do right now? Um, Because if I don't have a spouse right now, then obviously the things and the plans and the purposes God has for me, um, they're not going to wait until I have a spouse. He has something for me now, not like, oh, I've got a plan for you once you get married, you know? Um, That's good. So I think for me, really just kind of like trying to, it was a journey through my singleness to really be able to learn and recognize like, okay, what is it that God is stirring up in me? Like, what are the little things that I always just call them like nudges, like the little things that it's like, I have an idea to do this, a thought about this. For me, it was starting a singles page on Instagram, writing a book, like just little things that I kind of had like a little yes. tickle to do and just starting to step into those things. It was also fun things. It was traveling by myself, getting my own apartment. Like, so really just kind of trying to embrace what is it right now that I feel God nudging me into? In addition to my own thoughts and plans for the future of what I want, what is it that he's trying to lead me in right now? And that I think was really pivotal and finding fulfillment in that season. Oh, good. That is so good. Focusing on the present of today 
And whenever we focus on the present, then we're able to see what's right in front of us and what God has for us that day. If we're too focused on the future, we'll completely miss yes. what's right in front of us. Yes. Isn't yep. that crazy? That is it just, is. It's as simple as focusing on today, right? And he will yep. provide the bread for today. He will yep. have daily provision. But if we're too focused on what's over there, we're going to miss the blessing that is of today. Mm-hmm. That's right in front of us. Yeah. And uh, man, that's just so wise. Like, I love how you pointed that out and focusing on our whole self as a person, not becoming whole when we get married, but being our whole self, taking on opportunities, taking on passions that we have, you know, Holy Spirit downloads that he's given us that you've said a tickle. I love that. That's so yeah. Right. (laughs) Going after our little tickles that the Lord gives us now and not saying putting that limiting belief on ourselves because that's not fair to us or the people that we're called to impact. Right. If we wait on it, if we sit on it till a different season, but doing it when the Lord calls us to even in singleness. So whenever we're focusing on the present, we're staying on mission and doing the things that he calls us to do. We can see someone that is running alongside of us in step. We know what to look for. They're being a whole person. They're Mm -hmm. pursuing God. They're not looking for someone else to complete them, right? Um, We attract who we are. So if we are being a solid woman of God, having our foundation in Christ, what should the non-negotiables be, you think? Because different personalities, you know, they can, there's, there can be some negotiables, of course. Yeah. What about the non-negotiables for Christian women? What should they be looking for? Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah, because you're right. So that's that was um very much something that I had to like learn to zone in on is the the idea of non-negotiables because it's like you can have a very long list and I did at one point I had like this list of like absolutely every trait I wanted him to have and then you would meet someone and it was like well how how do you know because no one's gonna perfectly meet that whole list unless you know they're computer generated so like it doesn't work that way um so for me kind of like a good like thing that I would always think about was like, okay, so I sort of knew like the the core things that were like my deep desires. So like, okay, to me, it was my relationship with God is very, very important to me. So if I'm going to thrive in a partnership with someone, I need their relationship with God to be very important to them too. So sort of that foundational, you know, like, okay, we hold the same beliefs. So I think that's very important. And then to also be able to be with someone who's walking the same direction. And I think when that gets challenging is when you don't know what direction you're walking. Like if you're sitting there and you're just waiting for that partner to know what to do next to their life, like my life is kind of on hold. When I meet them, I'll do something else. You're waiting for somebody to come in and complete you. And like you said, somebody's not going to complete you. You want to be a whole person yourself. Ultimately, you want someone who compliments you and they can't compliment you unless you know you and unless they can know you and you're a firmly established person. Um, So I think it's huge in your singleness to be making sure you're getting clear on where are you going? Like, what is who 
are you? Like, what is your purpose in life? Are you trying to um, live to please the Lord? Are you trying to live to please the world? Are you, um, are, are there things stirred up inside you that God gave you that you haven't fully brought out yet? You know, are, what are your ambitions? What's your goals in life? Like those sorts of things. Um, but I feel like once you get to that point where you're very established, it becomes a lot more clear when yes. you meet somebody else who compliments that when you're like, okay, we're both headed the same direction. We both have the same foundational values. So I think that when it comes down to non-negotiables, it's really deciding like, okay, what are like the core things? And I would say maybe like three to five things at most, because once yes. you start getting into, but they have to be an extrovert and they have to, those things are not like key components of whether or not they're going to, you know, build yes. a thriving relationship. Absolutely. But as partners, can you truly partner? Are you both built on the same foundation? Are you both, you know, like I know with me and my boyfriend, so we're both involved in different things. We have our different interests, different things. But when we sit there and we look into the future, it's like, okay, we have the same vision of wanting family. We have the same vision of yeah. building our family on Christ. We have the same yes. vision of really wanting to build our life, our finances. Like when I talk to him, it's like, okay, I want my finances in order. He wants his finances in order. Like I want to build a really awesome life and I want to be able to build it with family, but also with like, you know, the success in our lives and our careers and all these different things. And he does too. So then when we have our own unique differences where we sit there and go, okay, like, you know, we have different preferences, different things we like, and even different things that we're pursuing as far as like where we're ambitious, where we're driven, where we're pouring into. We have different specific interests, but they're both moving that same direction of accomplishing and building a life that we want with family and for God and impacting others. And so those core things are there, which I feel like really ties together the relationship. Yeah. So I'm curious to know, since you brought up your boyfriend, how did you decide to start dating him? Like, what was it about him that you're like, okay, I want to be in an intentional dating relationship with you. And then now a year later, what are you considering before moving to the next step? So for those that might be single looking to date someone you know what was that for you that you said yes deciding to date you and then now for those that might be in a relationship and might be like mm, should I marry this man or should I not how do I know when it's time to go to the next step because like that's the most important decision of your life second to following Christ right yes if you're yes. gonna marry so would love to just hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that comes down to like, we were just saying like knowing what your really core non-negotiables are, because when I met him, we, we live four hours away. So it's like, it was hard, you know, you're, you're first talking to each other. You, it's kind of, you're communicating over a camera and then you meet in person. Like, well, we only see each other once in a while. So there was so much, I would say discomfort even like yeah. so many things were like, I don't know about this how do we mesh like there were so many question marks but I feel like even with the bucket of question marks as far as like but where do I go with this the clarity came in with being able to pin pinpoint those non-negotiables like well he has that really strong heart after God like I can see that his heart after God and I don't just mean like oh he calls himself Christian or oh he goes to church yeah. I mean the decisions that he makes 
and the way that he pursues me are in line with someone who respects Christ and follows Christ. Everything as far as like, okay, what he's discussing is start like, all right, this is, this is what our intentionality will be as far as like, you know, getting to know each other, the outcome of our dating, like that, that pursuit, that intentionality and um, the integrity, all those things that you go, okay, this man doesn't just know who God is, know who Jesus is, but he allows what he knows of God to impact how he acts, how he pursues a woman, how he interacts with a woman. So I would pick up on those things. I could sit there and I could actually see the fruit, you know, like you sit there and say like, okay, like I, and I've dated before the guys who I felt like had the Christian label, like, okay, like you were born Christian, you know, but it's like, but when you can actually see like, wait, no, the decisions this person makes are in line with that. Yes. So since that's what I base my decisions off of, and I base my decisions off of, okay, wanting to please God, wanting my behavior to be in line with God, I want someone who else who's doing that same thing. That's going to make our decision making a lot easier. So I, I noticed that in him. Um, I noticed he's, so he is an entrepreneur. He is a business owner, um, which to me, what really stood out about that was multiple things. One was the mentorship that he was receiving through that avenue. To me, the idea of somebody receiving mentorship and counseling really stood out because I was like, you know what? This is a man who's willing to take wise input. So that was one of the things that really stood out to me because I definitely know I want someone with a growth mindset. And I think that can look many different ways. Um, I have a very much like I went to school to be in the medical field. I have a very like my full-time job is a very standard career. Um, and But I just feel like, you know, okay, so he's more in the entrepreneur world. I'm in the standard career, also building my book. So that's turning entrepreneur. But so there's so many different avenues to this. But the fact that we had all those differences wasn't the part that was important. Once you sat there and you looked at it, like, okay, but wait, we're both striving to grow. We're both striving to improve. We're both improving ourselves. We're taking like, okay, this is where I am right now. I want to build on that. Like, this is what I'm doing right now. This is what I'm passionate about. I want to pursue that. And then also having that ability to say, and and also both of us were receiving that wise counsel from others, as far as like friends, mentors, counselors, sitting there inputting into our lives. So to me, the idea that we were both headed in the direction of growth and that we had um, the counseling and the mentorship was huge. Yeah. So those were some of the big things that I noticed that really tied in for me where I was like, you know what? Okay. Despite all the things that's like, well, we're different, but what do we like? What do we dislike? It's like, okay, but the core things are there. Are there. Yeah. So that was, that was really what for me made me like, okay, you know, it's so a keep moving forward to the point where I was like, okay, then, you know, after a while feelings develop and you start to find how all your differences mesh, but those are the things that kept me forward. But you know, okay, this, this is worthwhile to, pers- to keep dating this man and see where this goes because yeah. um, of the presence of the non-negotiables, you know? Good. So good. So as you've now been in a relationship for a year, you've really gotten to know him well. For those that are contemplating who have been in a serious relationship for some time now, you know, how do I make that decision? I feel like I need to audibly hear from the Lord, right? But a lot of times that doesn't occur. Yes. I just recently got engaged and that didn't occur for me. No. I hear an audible voice from God saying he is the one. (laughs) Yes. So how are you going about that with like are you surrounding it in prayer you know talking with other people you know how are you specifically doing that and what would you advise yeah because so I think at this point we're beyond the 
evaluation stage, like where it was like, okay, in the beginning, you're evaluating those non-negotiables. So that should really happen in the beginning of the dating. By the time you're getting to this point of engagement, I should already have a good idea of if, are we headed the same direction or not? Do we have the same foundation or not? So at this point, um, I, I truly, for me, so yes, base it on prayer and definitely, I think a huge component too, is your community. So community input. So the fact that He's met my friends and that I talk about him to my friends and that we've even gone and done a counseling session together and that we've we've mutually met with people. So we have a lot of the wise counsel surrounding us. So I think that's one element of confirmation for me is that no one's sitting there saying, "Eh, like, I don't know that you should be with this guy. Like the people who love me and know me, the people who love him and know him say, you know what? This is good. Okay. So that's great. Um, So I think it's good. I want to be with him. The community seems to think it's good. They're supporting it. And then, okay, so then we've got the God factor, which sometimes feels like the hardest factor to know because it's like, like you said, like, can you just, just drop me a letter so I can know? But I think a lot of times, you know, like, okay, so the Bible describes it as like a still small voice. And I think that that's truly what it is. I think that it's that, that peace and that not to sound like cliche and that like, oh, you just follow peace. It's like, okay, what the heck does that mean? But like, I, I remember a pastor describing it once as a little like, uh-huh or uh-uh. So like, he was like, sometimes when you're about to make a decision, you have just like deep down this little, uh-huh. Like, you know, like, like uh, your you Holy really Spirit, go, you know, you just know. Um, And then you also know the presence of, I know I've been in a relationship in the past where I like wanted the relationship to work and it was fun, but I deep down had this little like, uh-uh. like you know that it's not right you know so it's like so I really think sometimes at least as far as how God speaks to me and I know that can be different with a lot of people but for me it's having that deep down feeling of mm-hmm. like you know this yeah we're, we're good you know like and that I think needs to be separated from um the thoughts and the anxiety because that can creep in no matter what. So it's not like a knowing where it's like, oh, I have zero doubts. I never question anything and I'm not anxious at all. Like, sorry, I'm a human. My anxiety can come and go from time to time. And I can sit there and go, okay, wait, but what about this one part? And how's that going to work out? And how are we going to deal through that? And I can do that stuff. But deep down, when I am in those anxious moments, I feel like, okay, yep, yep. Deep, I know I'm not supposed to be with him. No, I don't. I know that it's right. but we have you know like so it's like I really feel like it's that that piece that says okay but but you're good you know I agree with that I totally agree with that and that was my case too where it's just that subtle knowing on the inside whenever you think about a life with him versus without him like Mm -hmm. it felt wrong for me to be without him Mm -hmm. yep on to marriage so I love, I love what you're saying and just bringing so much wisdom into it and making sure that the Lord is a part of it every step of the way that it is built on discernment and wisdom, prayer, mentorship, community, all these pieces that you shouldn't make a decision without making sure all of those pieces, right, are together. Um, Mm -hmm. If people want to follow your journey, if they want to connect with you, how should they do that? And I'll leave the links below. 
Absolutely. Uh, the Instagram page is the biggest way, single and standing. Um, that's where I provide all my little like dating tips and advice or whatever. And then the book, you can find single and standing on Amazon and on my website, singleandstanding.com. Those are, those are the best places to get all the information that I'm sharing. So awesome. this is so fun. I feel like we could talk for another hour, but <laughs> maybe we'll have to have you back because this, and we'll be on um, IG lives next for yes. a few minutes just to shout this out. So hopefully um, you guys can find her there. I'll leave the links below as well as subscribe to this podcast. If you're not already subscribed so that you can see a new podcast episode drop every other Wednesday. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.